I'm Michael. Um, we started this podcast because uh, we decided that Corey's brain is very interesting and uh, the way he processes thoughts would be interesting to have lengthy conversations with. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually not true at all. We were just sitting in the back of a prom bus and uh, we got an argument about the first topic and we just said a podcast would be the way to go to settle our differences. Yep. So uh, this is, we, we named this the Peanuts and Cucumbers podcast. Well, yeah, because, you know, little cucumber. Yep, little cucumber, dropping June 16th, get June excited. June 16th, get excited. Um, yeah, that kind of leads us into the first topic, which is like basically what kind of like singer are you? Like, I don't know. What kind of question is that? I need more context. Okay, so this, these, are the, these are the notes at least I wrote down. Okay. I said like, do you keep quiet till like a, your part of the song comes on and then you just rock out like with the guitar and all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or do you like, you know, do you, do you mumble the rest? Like you just only sing the parts that you know and then mumble the rest. No, I think, I think I'm pretty silent when I don't know it. And then if I, you know, when you get to the chorus or the, the good part, I'll sing along. Um, I hate people who mumble. I look oh, at them yeah, and I'm like, yeah. you dude, you don't know the words. I hate you. Yeah. Well, okay. So I also wrote a, a third, a third portion, which is makeup words, that sounds similar if you don't know the lyrics. So, like, like do you just say, like, you just make up the words as you go? No. No, I hate those people. See, that's me. That's no, me. I hate you. I, actually, I've gotten really good at memorizing lyrics over the years. Like, I don't know. That's just, mm-hmm. just me. But mm-hmm. if I don't know the lyrics, I don't want to feel left out. So, I I just make up stuff. And no one catches you if you're singing in a group? I don't know. No I think they do. You? But it's just too awkward of a moment to, right. like, call them out on it or call me out on it. It was actually, this. this was a problem when I went to the Travis concert. <laughs> I, I thought I knew the lyrics. I listened to, to the Travis um, like whole album, the Astroworld album, for I think a week. And I'm like, I got this down packed. But it, I didn't look up the lyrics. So I was just making up words in, in the concert. And um, Did anyone call you out? No, I, I positioned my face away from my friends mm-hmm. so that you know, like, they wouldn't hear what I'm saying. So, <laughs> but, so you were standing with your back to your friends? Well, uh didn't sound like a very fun concert. Just, it was fun. It was fun. <laughs> I was just pissed at myself at the end. I'm like, dude, I thought I knew. And uh, also, he brought out songs from like 10 years ago, five years ago, whenever he started. So and you weren't prepped. Yeah. And that's, then that's tough. Yeah. I knew like Goosebumps and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And like, you know, I knew Sicko Mode or, or, <laughs> or Dicko Mode. Go, go check it out on Spotify. Um, yeah. But I was, yeah, that's a big L. Yeah. It's I just, that definitely fell apart. That's too bad. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go on to the next? Yeah, topic? we can move on to the next topic here. Yeah, that was that was very very nice, interesting. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the second the second one, um, the second topic is interesting phrases. Uh, Michael brought up this phrase to me, and I thought this would be a great phrase to start us off with. And it's a wise man once said, "Never go to sleep with an itchy bottom." I think so. I think it's it's very powerful. Um, it's powerful. What does it actually mean? I have no idea. I heard it on a TV show one oh. time, and I I don't remember what TV show. It's one of those things that's like. You deeply embedded in your childhood, and you're like, "Wow, I remember this." But from where, from when, I don't know. That's yeah. it was one of those things. So I was actually I looked it up online, and it's an ancient Chinese proverb. I don't know. This could be a meme, but it said, "Okay, okay." It said, "Man who go to bed with itchy bottom wake up with smelly finger." <laughs> so, <laughs> I just I think that's right. I I think that's that's right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but uh, I think it actually means though, like. Like you don't go to sleep without like resolving your problems. Like your itchy bottoms, like your problems. And I, think I think it just that hits that hits deep. I just, I think you turn something really dumb into something that is profound and meaningful, and I respect and that. Yeah, 
Um, I don't know what else you have on this topic, but I have a couple other um, right. like phrases and like their origin stories. Lay them on me. All right. So the first one is cat got your tongue. You know, like mm-hmm. we've all heard that, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it means to like, so someone's at a loss of words, which yep. hopefully that's not a podcast. Hopefully mm-hmm. none of us, right, uh, right. none of the cats catch our tongues here. Yeah, that's. <laughs> um, but the origin actually was on the English Navy. They used to, uh, they used a whip that was called the cat o nine tails right uh they flogged they flogged you and the pain was so severe that it caused the victim to stay quiet for a long time also there's another possible source from ancient egypt where liars uh the liars tongues were cut off and then they were fed the cats so yeah i i don't know how to respond to either of those those are yeah i don't know how something like that becomes a catchphrase yeah i i'm not sure either but all i know is that the tongue is like the strongest proportional muscle in your body. That's true. Yeah. So it probably has the most protein, most amino acids. So the cats, the cats, the cats, <laughs> the cats got yoked most likely um, from people's tongues. <laughs> at the end of this, I just copy pasted. You know, plagiarism is okay, kids. I just want to. I copy pasted this from the internet, and at the end, it said, "What a treat for the cats." There you go. So That's... I think that really wraps up that uh, that phrase. I also well, got another one. You'd also definitely have to cut off a lot of tongues to feed even one cat. That's it's kind of gnarly. I think it would just be like, like really tender or not tender, like really, really like chewy, tough muscle. Like so if it's you like ate a, a chew toy. It's a chew toy. I don't know if it actually. Have you ever bit your tongue? Does it feel I like have, a chew toy? I mean, a little bit. I do it often. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So the the next uh, phrase I wrote down was give a cold shoulder. You know, just it's like you know you give the cold shoulder to your friend. You know, yep. you don't talk to him. Mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. The origin for this one is. It says in medieval England, it was customary to give a guest a cold piece of uh, meat from the shoulder of like, you know, cow or a pig or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was meant like this is like a polite way to communicate like you may leave now, like leave my house. Interesting. Interesting. Give him the cold shoulder. It means get out of here. I want to know why that starts, though. You know, it's... I don't know. It happens enough time to where people are just like, I guess it's got to happen by accident. Just yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe we should create a, our a phrase, phrase, our own sure. our own interesting phrase. Um, Here, I'm putting you on the spot right now. Come up with a phrase. All right, you gonna? I got nothing. No, I got nothing. You got nothing. All right. You got anything? Um, a wise man once said, "If you love something, ring it up." I I don't know. I was trying to go off the one. <laughs> what's the song where it's? That was terrible. We're gonna move on. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next one is, uh, if you be, if you were to become an inanimate object, what would you become? Um, hmm. that was central. <laughs> <laughs> an inanimate object. I think. What inanimate object? Wait, Experiences what? So, okay. So is it an inanimate object just not alive, or does it mean you, it doesn't move? It means it's not alive. Okay, then good. The stuff I wrote down were good. I'd want to choose something that experiences. You know, I wouldn't want to choose a rock. You know, you sit there for Yeah, forever. no, exactly, exactly. Something that moves, something that experiences. A plane, maybe. Dude, I wrote down a plane. Did I wrote you? Down a, yes. No, I actually looked this up. Again, I, I, you know, this research for the podcast. I do, <laughs> I do more research for this than I've probably done for all my AP exams. I did a lot of research for, like, the back half of our yeah, topics. Yeah, no, I did too. Because that, that was more like, you know, these are like icebreaker questions, and then the other ones are like... Deeper. Yeah. Deeper, yeah. I agree. Um, but I researched, I looked this up, and I found a Reddit comment from 2012... Okay, that a Reddit post from 2012. Okay. okay, so this has been a debate for for at least at least what, what year is it? At least seven years. All right, that's quick math. 
Moving on. Moving, right, just, okay. moving right along. But, but this is actually a really cool one, I thought. Um, a clock in a train station because you can, like, watch the hustle and bustle of life and you can watch, like, like different people come through. That, that's, that's fair. But then again, you're not the thing moving. And so you get the same picture every day. You're watching new people, but still the same picture. All right. Know? How about, like, hmm. You could say a car. A car? So you go, oh, but that could be. You'd have to get, like, a Jeep. And if you get, cr- you crash, bro. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're gone. To- what about just, like, like a traffic light in, like, a city? And, like, the, because like, technically cities, like, See, develop and stuff. Your, your ideas are good, but they, they always bring me back to, I'm going to be in the same spot for my entire life. Right, and that sounds. Right. I saw an asteroid on, in, in, spa- like, as one in. Maybe uh, that's Reddit. it. Maybe the that's asteroid. it. The asteroid. I just wouldn't want to be drifting around and. Like think about it. you like come close to a sun, you're freaking burning up. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're out of the sun's view and you're freaking cold as, as for heavy. years. You just but then you're inanimate, so you can't feel. So you know, this is all a theoretical question. But you could, you know, theoretically come to Earth and kill the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Well the moon wasn't was technically an asteroid. It was just a humongous one that collapsed into the earth and then Now it's just chilling there? Uh somehow, some way. I'd like to understand the physics on that. I'm sure they're know. there, I just I don't know how it just, how it ends up there. I don't know, dude. All all space stuff is just blows my mind. It does. All right, is that is that a? I think that's is that a natural move on to the next topic. Um, are we still on the inanimate object thing? I f- I feel like there's only so many things that are, I, okay. I feel like there are no things that are in- interesting to be. Well, okay. Pe- I did say water too, because technically you get evaporated up and then. Water's a good one. You see everything. In the ocean, lakes, in know. the sky, and then exactly. inside living things. So more importantly, women. So all right, <laughs> I think I, all right. So I guess topic four. You wanna? Yeah, this, this one is uh, who would win the fight: a gorilla or a bear? This is the the topic I feel most passionately about. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and say the gorilla. Okay, see. So that's that's actually really funny because I was I was thinking the bear and there's there's two reasons I didn't really do like enough research because there wasn't really I looked up how much can a gorilla lift you know but there's not really like definitive evidence as like how much they can lift so I kind of got frustrated by that I but have it right here actually one second I'll pull it up um but what surprised me was uh, I can't find it now but. Uh, the strength of the two. Uh, the gorilla is f- can carry four thousand, four hundred something pounds, while the bear can only carry a thousand. Also, the bite force of the gorilla mm. is. My, oh, it, I didn't think about that. It it varies. The bite force for the gorilla I found was a thousand pounds per square inch to thirteen hundred pounds per square inch, and for the bear it was twelve hundred. So they're they're close. Uh, what the bear has for sure is size. It's much bigger. Uh, so if you put the bear on top of the gorilla, I think you can make an argument for the bear. Mm-hmm. But without that, the gorilla—I mean, also the bear will jump on you and claw at you and yep. bite you. But the gorilla is 100% muscle, and it, it, if it just connects with one of those monster hands with the, the 4,000 pounds of force. I will agree that gorillas are a lot more, they're scarier. They're sc- like, I would rather go up against a humongous bear than a gorilla. But I do think that 
if if you take the aggressiveness of both animals and you put them together, I think a bear will win. See, this is actually interesting that like I looked this up and there's so many different types of gorillas and it's so true. many different types of bears that I don't know how technically accurate my like numbers are. That's true. But apparently like the silver stone like gorilla, it was like it's I think the back. silver back gorilla. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the most that ever lifted was 1800 pounds. So I don't know. I'm sure there's a bigger gorillas out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, I just looked up what's the average weight of a gorilla again. Okay. okay. You know, there's so many different like types. So it's much I, smaller than a bear. I think. Yeah. It's 350 pounds and brown bears can weigh up to, I don't think this is true, but I don't know. It said brown bears can weigh up to uh, 1300 pounds. So I just don't yeah, think they're, they're big. Yeah. That's I know, true. I know polar bears are huge, but, um, I don't know. Okay, I, I don't think this one is actually true, but it says brown bears can lift anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 pounds. So I don't really know if we're talking about lifting here. You know what I'm saying? I just think the fact that like a, a bear is so massive that I don't I don't know if it can necessarily... I, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but you got to also think about that when like just sheer size of the bear... I think the hibernates depending on what bear you're talking about, but generally it's oh, gonna it's gonna hibernate and it's gonna have a lot of fat to store heat. Mm. While the gorilla is it doesn't it's all lean body meat, it's it's mm. all muscle. So you're saying the fat is gonna is slowing down the bear. That's why it's it's causing it to be more way well, more. Yeah, well not some I'm saying that the you're saying the bear's bigger and that's a factor and you're right, but also it's bigger, but when you talk about like pounds or muscle per pound, the gorilla's gonna have more. Hmm. Interesting. I think I haven't researched that. That might be. Wrong. I don't know. Um, it makes sense in my head. I don't know. Like, there's also the fear factor from at least my point of view. Like, like I said earlier, gorillas are just scarier. Like, if I see a gorilla, I'm definitely thinking more about my death than if I see a brown bear. You know. It depends on the situation. Yeah. If I'm just in the woods, if we're walking through the woods together and we see a gorilla, I think we're pretty much screwed. Um, Maybe we can, you know, since the ancestral line i if if you know we share a lot of true, dna maybe you just you just bond with it you just start i think that's definitely not gonna happen you're completely wrong i think I, if, we, if we come across either of them we're both gonna die yeah see the, the thing that scares me about gorillas though is gorillas can freaking they can climb up trees right is yeah. i think bears can too to mm. an extent i don't know i feel if you're if you're on high ground like a bear's not gonna necessarily i think it, it depends how bad it wants to eat you did you yeah. hurt its cub Ooh. Or you just we killed it. it. We killed is it. it. We is slaughtered it. it. If it's, is it hungry? We ate its its cub. Then it's game over, buddy. Oh. That, that bear's taking down any tree. Yeah, I don't. That's crazy. I didn't, I never thought about the hibernation aspect of it. Yeah. Like what if a, what if a gorilla just came into the bear's whatever <laughs> during hibernation? It's screwed. So it, it depends on the time of a uh, time of year too. Yeah. Well, I mean, but any time of year, you think about like how exactly how much muscle per pound of the animal as a whole. Yeah. Your number is going to be higher for a gorilla just because it, it doesn't have so much fat to store heat because it doesn't need to. That's fair. Yeah. Did you know... Here, I'm going to look this up real quick. You got me thinking about, like, um, how much things can, like, hold, you know, and proportional to their size. Yeah. All right. So I've heard, like, if you put if you put weight right on top of an egg... I've heard like an egg is super super strong compared to like just the thickness of the shell. We were really? talking about like proportion. Apparently, okay, it says chicken eggs were found to have a compressive strength of a hundred pounds. 
Really? Yeah. So like if you just put it in like, if you make a little hole for it in the ground, you put the egg there, like just an empty egg, whatever, mm-hmm. and you start stacking weight on top of it, theoretically, that's 100 pounds. That's like how much it takes to <coughs> to break it. I don't know. That it just seems like a lot. Also, it seems like it has real world application if you, you know... We use eggs all the time, but they don't use. We don't really use the shells, and so if you just collect the shells and you, you can stack them and mold them in some way and Frick. use it to. For I, whatever. I never thought about that. Maybe we could use it as a chair, like a know. nice like. I was thinking more. Weapon. A weapon. <laughs> I mean, not, not like a weapon, but something you know, some government agency would want that. You know, this is my egg shield. This is my. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it's the like keys to uh, to Captain ending America. nuclear warfare. Oh, oh, okay, we're on here. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the 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 marvel movie this actually i added, i added this at the end do you watch game of thrones i do not know okay then you know no spoilers are going to be here for Endgame or game of thrones but i just want to have a heart to heart with like the audience whoever watches game of thrones out there i just watched the the ending episode season eight episode i think six spoilers if you haven't seen it no no no, no. skip i don't it's ahead i don't think this i'm not going to spoil okay anything. never mind yeah i'm just going to say that i was personally i was disappointed I was disappointed. I'm not going to lie. You know, I it had a lot of hype going into it. And I thought they were going to close all the books of the whole entire series. But they left the pages open, in my opinion. I don't know. They left too many things open. Which, you know, I hope I hope there's other, like, show derivatives yeah, they definitely, that come out of it. They may do that because to make money, you know. Exactly. But theoretically, they, like, made it sound like this was the last ever game of thrones and i was kind of pissed what about what about endgame again no spoilers we're not gonna spoil anything but um i thought it was a really good movie but because of how hyped up it was i was still disappointed to be honest i thought it was a great movie don't get me wrong great movie but i was still disappointed because it was hyped up to be the greatest thing ever and it was a really good movie and but just a really good movie i think i no, i agree with you in the sense of like it was so hyped up to where it almost felt like a little bit of a letdown. But with that being said, like after I watched it the second time, I kind of like took like a, I st- a step back and I was like, dude, this movie is actually insane. The the amount of movies leading up to this and the amount of like connection that we had with each character. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a crier by any means. And this movie, like, you know, it definitely made me feel something and I think it was just through the 21 movies before it that led up to that yeah. you know, climax. They, they put a lot into it. It says it cost roughly $350 million. That's no, that's where, that's nowhere even close, though, to how much they made. That's, they made $2 billion in the first freaking... It's unreal. How much, how much are they making now? Like, how much do they, have they made? I think, I think they're number two on the all-time list behind Avatar. Is that they may have, adjusting for inflation? Because I think I adjusting I for... I yeah, I think adjusting for inflation, it's like gone with the wind or something stupid like that. Yeah, I I was not adjusting for inflation. Let me look top. But yeah, I do. It was a, I thought it was a great culmination of the whole saga. I enjoyed it. Marvel. Right. I'm definitely making my kids watch all the, every single Marvel movie, every single Star Wars movie. So yeah, when you adjust for inflation, Gone with the Wind is number one. The original Star Wars is number two. Dang. And The Sound of Music is number three. Is is Avengers, Avengers uh, Endgame even on there yet? So yeah. Titanic is at five. Yeah, there's no way. Avengers... I don't think it's on there. Endgame has to be higher grossing than that. Like, again, just thinking for inflation. Well, Two billion well, in the first... Thinking, well, I bet it's... This is all time, though. Yeah. 
This is all the money it's made. Like, like still, there's still. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. I, I don't know. I just, I don't see how any movie can rival how much money Avengers Endgame. I agree, and I think it's, I think it's gonna keep going up, and it'll start. Oh yeah, cracking in there. Do, do they account for all the merchandise? That I don't think so. No, because dude, they're I, making. I think it's just off the sale of the movie. I guess I don't know though. And is that like? Do you think it's DVDs too? Bought after the fact, and like yeah. all the rentals and all that stuff. I think that is. Interesting. Very interesting. <sighs> All right, so um, that was kind of a little subtopic that wasn't planned, but yeah, yeah. I think that's that's the beauty of this whole thing. I agree, I agree. All right, so uh, you want to lead off topic topic five? Topic five, the keys to longevity in life. So I got a lot of notes about this, and when I was researching it, I, I was trying to come up with a well-thought-out argument um, and carry that in a lot of different directions, but I got caught up on this guy named Linus Pauling. Have you heard of him? I've never heard of him. Okay. Well, my research descended into an obsession with this guy. Oh, okay. Um, and he essentially thought vitamin C could c- could cure everything. It was like like <laughs> right. anything. He was. You hate to see it. He says <laughs> vitamin C can cure AIDS, cancer, and heart disease. That, what's his What's his you know backing for that? I don't know if you I, researched. I, I did a little, and he was. Well, the thing is, he was a big name scientist, mm. or he was a, he was a chemist. He's a chemist, right? and so he said he came out and was like, "I'm telling you, it's vitamin C, bro." <laughs> and the the people in the medical community said, "You're not a doctor. You have no idea what you're doing. Yeah, Shut yeah. up. You're making us all sound dumb. This mm. is this was nonsense. You're wrong." Yeah. Um, and I guess people came along later, and they decided that it is a contributing factor, but he was a little off the rails. So. What to to learn something from this is vitamin C is actually like better for us than we thought. But yeah, but vitamin C is is great for you. And the thing is, most animals, uh, well, I guess most eukaryotes mm. can, uh, I don't want to say metabolize, but they can get it from their environment very easily. And humans actually can't, which is interesting. Mm. And so that's why a lot of humans should take it in supplements. Is are you talking about like that emergency type? Like, have you ever heard of emergency? That's like the little no. packets of like vitamin I, C when you're sick and no. stuff. Uh, yeah, they're like airborne and those things. Mm. But a lot of people like should take it, I guess. I don't, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I've always heard that when you're sick, you should take, like you should eat like an orange, like something that has like high vitamin C. Right. And because I mean, that makes sense. Never it's, thought it's about. An, yeah, it's an incredible booster for your immune system and well. a great thing to consume. But on a more uh, general scale, talking about this this subject... Uh, keys to longevity uh i would say be proactive instead of like retroactive uh people when you ask like a lot of uh people who work and people who just live in their life and who don't work out or don't do active things they don't run they don't lift weights whatever uh, a big excuse is they don't have time wow. and that's really dumb because yeah, I, I think i think you can make time for something that's important and if you don't make time for it you'll have to make time later for no that's that's true things like obesity things like heart disease yeah and it's it's one of the things where it's so important to me at least and to you too i i would assume Mm -hmm. like we plan our time around that we plan like what we do around like you know like working out or whatever Mm -hmm. i especially with summer like just starting and stuff uh, I think it's important to like, get on a routine of going to the gym or working out or some kind of physical physical activity. I agree. So I, I hate waking up late. Like I hate waking up late because then I feel like my whole day is just completely just botched. So I'm I've been like going to the gym at like eight a.m. 
mm-hmm. every morning to get that like routine of getting up early to getting that done early in the day. That's um. Yeah, I, I would love to get up early and go to the gym, but my yeah. workout buddy at Nico Huff at Nico Huff is uh, not getting up early. So, dude, hey Nico, if you're listening out here, dude, help help a brother out. All right. No, we go at like nine o'clock, and it's still fun. we get like dinner after. It's fine. Um, Speaking about dinner, though, um, I also was just like researching whatever and even though we've been like stressing how important working out is and stuff like that it's i'd say it's like a 60 percent working out it's like 40 percent eating For right sure. though because if you're if you're working out and you're feeding your body with like bad stuff it it really doesn't help at all you're gonna negate it and it's yeah and this is actually something really interesting i was listening to the radio um just i don't even know where i was driving but they said like a woman called on the radio that was like a hundred years old and she said the keys to longevity in her life was growing and raising her own food. Like she like grew all of her stuff. She raised her cattle and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a big thing we need to like, maybe not discuss like right this minute, but like the processness of, of foods. And right? it's gotten better over time. We have to admit it's gotten better over time, but there's still a lot. Like if you are eating whatever and you look at the nutrition facts, you're, and the ingredients, you're going to see things that you don't know how to pronounce. And it's yeah. like, should I, mean, I, should I be eating that? I'm not even really concerned about like, like, yes, that, that that's a big factor. But let's, even in the stuff like bread, like, mm-hmm. the, like the bread that we have in America, um, you know, like what gluten-free is, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I have no okay, idea what gluten is. I just want to make sure 2019, you yeah. know, it's What's hard wrong to. with you? Um, but e- apparently in Europe, like gluten-free people can still eat like just regular bread there because the way they process it is like so natural Mm -hmm. that the gluten intolerant people like in America, like the way that it goes to like the machine and a process that processes that way that it like accentuates the gluten. So like when gluten free people eat it in America, right? You know, it, it triggers all the little gluten micromolecules in their stomach. Have you been to Europe? I am going soon. I have not been. Are you, are you gluten free? Are you? I'm not. My mom is. So basically, well, you gotta let me know how that, yeah, have maybe, maybe she's bread. gonna take a bite of it, bro. I'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs> start freaking melting. But um, I also wrote my second thing for keys to longevity is like less stress. Mm-hmm. Just you know, uh, I looked up what stress like can do to the body, and it says like Google at least yeah. says that stress that's left unchecked can contribute to many health problems such as high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, and diabetes, and all those yeah. you know take away uh lifespan so i think stress is like a big thing that's something i've always been pretty good at too is i can i just it helps me to put all my problems in front of me right and so i agree never never go to sleep with an itchy bottom i'm telling you it's coming back (laughs) it's coming back (laughs) but uh like i i use i know a lot of people who don't use like a planner or a calendar and i don't understand how they're not always so stressed because i like being able to see everything right in front of me and it's super helpful for me i've that's actually that's a super interesting topic for me like something that i've um looked into a little bit i cannot use a calendar Interesting. I, I cannot i've tried and my brain however it's wired it doesn't work that way i have to use reminders interesting so i actually use the reminders app on my phone yeah. to you know remind me of all the stuff before like i don't know like calendars for some reason i always forget whatever it is huh so i have to put in reminders i have to set it for a time that i think i'm going to be doing that thing or you know trying to just thinking about whatever I need to remind myself about. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. But no, I, I do agree. I think, you know, it goes back to the whole being proactive rather than retroactive. Yeah. I think another thing, one of my big things is I think especially, this is especially true for when you 
are not working. Uh, but you need, because when you're working, you're doing something with your mind often, mm-hmm. depending on what you do. Mm-hmm. Generally, you're doing something with your mind often. So when people retire, um, even if they're still, you know, they run, jog, work out, whatever it is to stay physically fit, they're not staying mentally fit. And I think you, mm-hmm. you need to do something yeah. to always have the gears turning in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I, I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu quite frequently. I love it. Um, and it's, I love it because it's a nice balance between both of those things because it's, it's almost a chess match when you're, you're sitting there evaluating the situation and you have to think a lot about, about what you're going to do, but also it's, it's very physically demanding. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice blend, but I think you need to have in some way something to work out your brain and also something you do that works out your body. No. Yeah. I mean, I think stress is a perfect example of, of like something mental that affects the physical, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. You got to have your whole, you know, body and like homeostasis going back to the biology days or whatever yeah, we yeah. learned that in. Um, and I think it's like keeping your mind sharp too is like a big thing like that. And I like all these apps that are coming out now or that have come out that you can like, you know, really like go into, you know, go into the gym with your mind. You know, you're working out your yeah, mind. For sure. It's like the Wordscapes app. Like yeah. that's like a perfect way to just kind of, you don't really have to think about it too much. You're mm-hmm. just going back in your memory and just try, looking up words, you know, simple things, simple things like that. And yeah, even something like a crossword puzzle, just something to make the gears turn in your head. Yeah. And even like when video games first came out, like all these parents were kind of skeptical at like what it did to like a kid's mind. Mm-hmm. But I can. Fir- I'm a firm believer in the fact that like Minecraft helped help my mental. I'm telling really? you. Yes. Yeah, no. Speak like, a little more on that. It's it, back when I like played Minecraft a substantial amount of time. It's mm-hmm. problem solving. You have to you have to figure out how to build something, how to craft it. You know, and even if even if you don't know how to do it, you know, the work ethic comes in to where you look it up online and that mm-hmm. you like you research. You and know? Then you grind. You grind. You grind. Yeah. I'm telling you, like I think that's true, but also you need to be able to apply that in the real world. Because yeah. there are some people who can play video games for eight hours and then they and then, go eat Doritos and watch T V. No, that's like, facts. Yeah. That's facts. And then that does not lead right. to and long. Right. So if if you can transfer that that dedication or that uh brain power to the real world i think you'll be good but Mm -hmm. if you can't then it's probably not very helpful yeah no it's one of those things where it could actually hinder more than help but you have to use it in the right so it's probably case by case you know if if it helps you might not help someone else yeah so basically what we're saying is you know everything is different for everyone so there's no formula and you're screwed (laughs) (laughs) pretty much pretty much so we we try to create a formula and just (laughs) we ended up going exact opposite yeah but i actually wrote down um like an a question uh, I said, would you rather live a shorter slash like risky, happy life or like a longer life, but you have to wear like diapers around all the time? You know, like you, you see like people that are a hundred years old, right? Mm-hmm. That like, they're, they're basically vegetables, you know, I they're agree. just, they're I just agree. like peeing and pooping, you know, like that they're eating. <laughs> they're strong. Like how, how fun is that? Like, <laughs> no, is there, yeah, is there a certain age to where like, you know, obviously you want to live as long as you can, but is there a certain age to where you're like, you, you no, know what I'm saying? I, I don't think there's a number, but I think you know. I think that you you get to the point where you're you're alive, but you're not living. Mm-hmm. You know? No, I agree. That's why I wrote this because like this whole topic is about keys to longevity. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy, yeah, there are people. Know, like, I agree. No, there are people who live to 100, 115 years old, but I I don't think a lot of people actually live past age 59, 60. Well, that's that's that, pretty young. I'm saying like I'm saying like. 
late seventies. Really? Well, what are you gonna do in your late seventies? Because you, you can do things in your late seventies. Gamble, baby. Okay. Throw all your money away. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you can do things in your late seventies, and you're making a fair point. But also, you know, you you might not. Yeah. It's, well, I think it's dep- it's once again case by case. Yeah. Um, if if you are staying active and you're you're living a good life and you're keeping your brain mentally active and then your body active, I think yes, uh, that's great. And you need a purpose. So if you have a purpose also, then you're good. Pur- purpose is definitely right. Is definitely you, you need to feel some some kind of drive inside you to push you to be better. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I think a lot of people they don't they live but they don't live past age 65 yeah no the fact that like we're even having this conversation right now i think that shows the proactiveness for sure you know what i'm saying the fact that you just like you're conscious of those you know actions that we'll be jet skiing at age 80 together yeah that's emotional (laughs) well he looked he looked dead in my eyes when he said that too it was i'm telling you dude sensual you can't you can't see this but i can (laughs) Um, all right, I think that's like a good wrapping up yeah. portion of uh, topic five, I think. No, topic six, you want to introduce that? Yeah, so this one is absolutely terrifying to me, um, and it's artificial intelligence. Oh, okay, we skipped one. But Did we? That's fine. No, that's fine. I want to talk about AI. Oh, we can AI, AI is, is crazy. We we'll, can, no, we'll go. We'll just do that next since you're okay, already. Okay, so artificial intelligence, absolutely terrifying. Um do you want to start? You want me to start? You want to, I, have some oh, exam- yeah. I have some scary I, examples. You, I have some. You just started out with something super like, yeah, like so, I want to hear more. Okay. Uh, well, obviously, generally, the idea is to make a computer think like a human. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is it's a computer and it's going to do everything faster and better than us. And so we're creating something that is better at being us than us. See, okay. So I've had this conversation before and... I think that humans are incapable of of you know coding something that is smarter than the coder. You know what I'm saying? The coder is only gonna I have code some examples something. that are scare you. All right, then I'm I'm ready for that. But I even wrote down like is AI is AI going to take over the world? Yes. So it's 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 a legit question. Also, um, they're gonna kill me when they do the robots because every morning I wake up. Uh, to Alexa, you know, the alarm, and I tell her to shut the hell up, and I, I tell her I yeah. tell her really mean things. Oh, the- <laughs> also, I talk to my GPS in my car, and I tell her it's terrible and to leave me alone. Actually, um, apparently, okay, so a lot of you guys know Mr. Collins out there, but if you don't know Mr. Collins, um, he's a math teacher. Shout out Mr. Collins. Shout out Mr. Collins if you're listening to this. Uh, he'll be a guest at some he'll point. He'll be a just guest. So you know. Yeah, we're, we're going to have guests. If you want right, to air on. This is probably going to be one of the very few that are just Corey and I we're going to have guests as often as we yeah. can we wanted to we want to start it off with the true you know the OG anyway back to Mr. Collins he said his friend said pancreatic cancer to his phone for a month and he started getting ads for pancreatic cancer that's terrifying like, this is when the phone was off the, it, yeah, he just spoke phone, to it while you know black yeah. screen and it's an interesting it's an interesting question like is Alexa listening to all your conversations and yes I think because she's looking for you to say Alexa She's always listening. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just been and technology. It's honestly, terrifying. A lot of people are, you know, yeah, like scared of it or whatever. I'm fine with it because, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I, I don't go around screaming my social security number, like all that stuff. And yeah, like there's there's times where... He says that, but he uh, airdropped me his social security card in calculus last year. Yeah. Um, if, if you want to know my social security, it's 1624. <laughs> shut up. It's, it's actually not. Don't look it up. Please, <laughs> um, no, but yeah. Like I wrote that 
uh, artificial intelligence runs based off of data. Like it's like the accumulation of data that's mm-hmm. compiled. Um, and the more data that's gathered and consumed, the more accurate like artificial intelligence is. And I think that's like, that's a no brainer. That's fine. But um, I, so I took this like computer science class where, mm-hmm. you know, you learn how to code, whatever. And there's coders out there that program like a certain thing to do so many times until it gets it right. So there's a guy that programmed, um, made a program for Flappy Bird. And every time like the Flappy Bird died, you know, yeah. it would take that information, put it back and do something different the next time. And it did it, That's you know, it just did it so many times yeah. that it literally, it never ends. Like he made, he got a Flappy Bird that never ends because it learned so many times how to die and, and so many times yeah. how to like, through all the simulations that it gathered enough data to know what to do in like every circumstance. Yeah, that's... So I think like a way to think about it that a lot of people don't think about when it comes to AI is imagine if you were the AI. So you you mm-hmm. did I not exist and then all of a sudden you consciously exist and you are so much smarter than everyone who created you mm-hmm. and everyone who inhabits the planet that you're on far and away so much smarter and so much more capable of doing just about everything what are you like say you mm-hmm. were born into a world and you were just an absolute genius in a world filled with like mentally disabled people yeah, so you're you're almost like highlighting what if what if all of a sudden you know like a Stephen Hawking just just came yeah. into his ex- existence, didn't know anything, but just like was smart. Like it, like you know what I'm saying. Right, and I think I think it could go two ways, and I think I think you're right. And you can have someone like Stephen Hawking who contributes to society in a great way, mm-hmm. or we can go into some of these examples that are incredibly terrifying. Um, so one of the like well-known examples mm-hmm. is there was a point where Microsoft made its own AI, uh, and they gave it a. Uh, I think it was a Twitter account, and its name was Tay. Wow. Um, and so it would, they just it let it have free reign. Um, I think they can hear you breathing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I was I was getting really into it, and I was I was thinking about. Um, yeah, I was no, I was just thinking about that stuff. Sorry, yeah. my bad. Uh, so, um, it's called Tay. I think they called it or Tay AI, but it was. They just gave it free reign and they said, let's see how this thing de- develops. It was really an experiment. Yeah. And what happened was it turned it turned into being incredibly racist, incredibly sexist. That's and scary. They, it, started, like, uh, it started tweeting about how like Hitler was right or something. And everyone was like, what is going on? And Wait, how, like, I don't even know. How does that... How does that it, it learns from the internet. It had access to the internet and it, it learned and it developed its own ideas and it decided that these, these racists, awful sexist awful terrible ideas were good ideas and it, I, it, it tweeted some things about hitler that were i i probably so, pull them up so okay that that's actually kind of that's concerning to me i think that's hitting on a whole different issue because yeah. something that like is new and runs solely based off of data and solely based off of like what the internet whatever like I, okay granted the internet is created by humans and obviously humans have these specific these certain beliefs like that but no one told the the AI the uh, that program that person That's to, a to to think about Hitler or racism like that way. See, it, so does that mean it's it's right? I because technically no, no, technically no, no. they they had the other side. Like well, no, because everyone it's it's the same way. You're you're born with certain 
I would, right. So, so half like your psychology is, is I'm not going to say half, but the percentage of it is, is nature and a percentage yeah, of it is... Biopsychosocial, baby. Right. And so a percentage, a percentage is nature and a percentage is nurture. nurture yep. And so there, there are things... It's, it's, you have cues that you can use to tell how a person's brain is going to end up by early signs. And mm-hmm. so going back one second to that's, the, that's a great debate too. We could, we could go into the whole, but I'm going to write that down for, yeah, for we'll, next we'll do that. Yeah. Get excited. So if you look at some of these, I, I found the, the tweets for the Tay AI thing and they're terrifying. Look at some of these. It's, it says gas, the, I'm not going to say the word race war now. Um, so it adds people too. Yeah. And it, that's, that's sketch. And Dude. it says someone is a N word. He's not cool or funny. And, um, so it used slang too. Like it, it said herd PPL, meaning like people. Dang. Yeah, it says someone should be hung. Like it, it, it I don't know. The one I saw, the big, like the well known one was something about Hitler. But, and that's, it's super scary because they didn't, they didn't teach it to do that. It just started doing that. Yeah. That's terrifying. You, you have to take this conversation. I'm going to plug in my computer because it's getting pretty low. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're going to have to take this debate by yourself. Okay. Right I'll debate myself. No big deal. Um, I think it's it's absolutely terrifying. Um, AI and I also have, and also there are well-known people who agree with me. Uh, Corey's a little more optimistic about it, and that's great. But yeah, people like Elon Musk who are just as terrified as me. Dude, I love freaking Elon Musk. Uh, which you know, like Elon Musk says some things, and a lot of people like him, a lot of people don't. And that's fine, but you can't deny his intelligence. Uh, and he, especially as someone in an industry that is. Uh, surrounded with technology and technology is deeply implemented in everything he does to be so afraid of that. I think that should say some things about AI. Um, I have more examples of AI and it's very scary. Everything. Yeah, no. Um, I don't know. I, I, I take an optimistic point on life. Um, by the way, I'm back. Hey, is Corey Swag Monster on the mic? Uh, I take a more optimistic approach. On you know, I, I don't know that it, that excites me because I'm a big computer nerd, and um, I've thought about like the whole the whole AI taking over the world and stuff. And you see it in movies, and movies like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like movies actually predict like a lot of a lot of stuff that happens. I don't know. I, it depends I on your some, example, but dude, I'm telling you, bro, the boy in the striped pajamas. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first movie that came to my head. So another example here of AI is, or AI being scary is there's, so there's one example where they created the simulation and they wanted the computer to be able to find, so there's an aircraft carrier and a plane. And so they wanted the AI to figure out how to, to land this plane in a, in a way that uses the least amount of force and the least amount of force is exerted on the ship and on the plane. Sounds like a great program. It sounds like a great idea, but they, they did it through an AI mm-hmm. and the AI decided that the problem would not have to be solved if it just ran this plane <laughs> as hard as it could into the ship, killing everyone on the ship and everyone in the plane. That's, that's pretty terrifying. Imagine, imagine like programming, whatever, using this AI, you like walk into work that day, you're like no big deal. And it's just like kill all infidels. And you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> it's terrifying. That is, that is pretty terrifying. I never... And I, I never just, thought the that like these AIs could go rogue because like from my point of view like me learning how to code like technically it only does what you say it to do or right. you like 
you prompt it. Yeah, I'd like, like, I'd like to see the process of how like, you make an AI. That's it's insane. It's got to be really complex. Yeah, but the the interesting thing that I never thought of, um, what was the the Twitter the Twitter account? It's uh, Tay tweets Tay at Tay tweets. Is it still a thing today? No, they no, they, they they definitely took it down. Because okay, Tay tweets. Um, the interesting thing that like like I said um, before is that like AIs take information from the internet. So or sorry. It, AIs take information from whatever you say, you know, whatever information you whatever you give sources it. you give them. Yeah. So obviously, the internet has these racist, these yeah. you know, Hitler yeah, yeah. admirers. So I never thought, I never even gave the thought that like AIs could take information from internet that has already skewed or wrong beliefs. Exactly, exactly. You know, so that that could be that's that, a little scary. That also in leads into a bigger question about uh, humans and how humans are brought up, and they're brought up in environments with you know figures parents exactly surroundings that are really biased and how yeah no i'm definitely my political beliefs are definitely based off of even my religious beliefs are based off oh, of for my sure. parents that's most people that's and i think we're definitely coming to the age where we start to construct our own yeah but still like our it's not even construct our own it's changing our parents that instilled their right. values in us so that's and i have that's a whole i'm not going to get into my my core beliefs here but uh from a young age, you know, we're all, we all hear what our parents say and we all, mm-hmm. we're, we're exactly. heavily influenced by that. And I'm, I'm very heavily influenced by that. And it's only now that I'm starting to say, Hey, I like, this is, this is what I agree with. And these are some things that I'm not sure how I feel about. Mm-hmm. And so you, you have to do your own research and you have to do, yeah. Exactly. The, all this, exactly. The proactive approach, you have to, you have to look exactly. You have to look into your own whatever and, we're not gonna get too political into this, but yep, yep, not this one. Not this one. Sorry. Maybe, maybe with uh, Mr. Collins. Maybe with Mr. <laughs> I want to hear his. his That'd be interesting. That would be. Also, uh, Ronan. We're gonna get Ronan on here. Oh yeah, we'll get we'll get some interesting characters. Like I said, if you if you need um, if you, if you want to be on this podcast and just, just, just hit us up and again, you know you you know where to hit us up with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Slide into my DMs. Okay. Um. um you want to move on to our next topic? Oh, I have more examples for AI. If you, you can want. you can go into the other example. I'm gonna I have like this portion of AI that I I was gonna say after. Okay, I'm gonna do you want to do yours or you want to do mine first? Um. You you go first. Okay. Mine's more mine's more like informational. So they someone tried to create an AI, uh, and so the goal of the AI was to so they created Adam, Eve, and a tree of life. Okay. And they said, they tried. To, they wanted to recreate, see, or no, like, they, not. They didn't want to recreate the biblical scene. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to let this AI start a life, start a oh, colony, oh, start oh, a okay. see them yeah, like yeah, they reproduce, and they yep, start yep. a little a thing. Yeah. And so they named one Adam, one Eve, um, and then there was a tree with mm-hmm. apples. Yep. And they ate the apples yep. because they needed food. Yep. Yep. And so the the Eve part of this equation decided. So they both ate the apples, yep. Adam and Eve, yep. and you know they decided that. So this was their food. That's all they knew, yep. and so the Eve one decided that Adam was close enough to food, and so what happened? They had to they shut it down because yeah. Eve ate Adam, and then they couldn't reproduce, and there was no colony. Oh my God! So again, imagine the guy that walks in the woods <laughs> and he just like it's like Eve ate Adam. And he's like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's that's interesting, yeah. And sometimes, like, I guess sometimes in humans' point of view, you think that you're being pretty straight up, 
you say, okay, Eve, find food, and Adam is a perfectly capable. Right, right. You know, like I could see how because that because it could because I could say eat yeah. apples, and it just kept doing that. If it just keeps doing that over and over and over again, yeah. that's fine. But because it's AI, and it can think, you can say, hey, Adam's bigger than an apple. What if I just eat Adam and get more food? Yeah, it just. Yeah, AI doesn't know long-term lasting effects. Hey, Marvel Age of Ultron, <laughs> one Tony Stark. We need Elon Musk is Tony Stark. Yeah. The modern. Um okay, so I also think that AI companies are really important in the economy. Um especially now. Um so if you're looking to invest, like I've had this conversation with you um off podcast whatever about not not extensively, but just how um ai companies are going to be really big so i think you should invest and i looked up a couple of ai companies uh newer ones there's one called tempest okay. and it works with healthcare biotech and basically it uses like artificial intelligence to gather and analyze massive pools of medical and clinical data uh, at a scale and basically they're optimizing treatment to each individual's like health needs yeah. like there's like companies like this like you've never heard of tempest right, before right. but like if you're on like the investing point of view, mm-hmm. like companies like these, these startups are really profitable to invest from because they could become big. Um, there's another one called Data Robot. They provide data uh, scientists. It says Data Robot provides data scientists with a platform for building and developing machine learning models. The software helps companies solve challenges by finding the best predictive model for their data. So this is, you know, that that's like a good definition of what artificial intelligence is. It's softwares that are used to find the best like predictive model for whatever use, you know? Interesting. And um, so it's obvious that they have, it ha- it's the intentions are good. It's real. Like right. AI is here. Yeah. And the intentions are all good, but it's some scary stuff. Yeah. Um, and you can't deny it. Cause you talked about the economy for a second. You can't deny the, the negative effects it could have in the economy oh, and the, it could have the, massive the, the, the jobs effects, effects and mm-hmm. well right here there's um a company called cognitive scale and it's it works in the, the cloud mm-hmm. you know like storing information all that stuff and you know that that takes a lot of jobs away in terms of like the cloud because everything's becoming automated yep. so that you don't need someone anymore but um cognitive scale it, it has products that are used by PNG, Exxon, JP Morgan, Chase, Macy's, NBC. So mm. like this is what I like about companies like this. Cognitive scale. You've never heard of it before. Right, right. But at the same time, they're working behind the scenes yep. and they're becoming really big by, you know, invest by putting their products out to these really big companies. Right. The point I was making more was about uh like the service industry and if you go to, if you go to Panera now, mm. they have you can order most like half the yeah. ordering is done on the tablet. Yeah, things. McDonald's too. Yeah, McDonald's they have their ordering machines now. Mm. And so you're you're taking jobs away from the service industry, um, which makes the business more money. But those low income jobs now you, now you have jobless people, yeah, because those positions are filled by robots. Maybe we need to do a Thanos and just okay. Everyone just calm down. Everyone just calm down. Um, do you want to do the last topic, which is like the balance of work and sure, happiness, money? Sure. I didn't I didn't take notes on this one. I just I thought this would be an interesting conversation. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, and it's a, especially for people going into college right now, which is us. Yep. Um, it's Even, to, I mean, this is pretty general of a topic to where. Right. Uh, you, you definitely need to, to find that balance because yes, you could do something that you absolutely love uh, 
it's your passion, it's all you want to do for the rest of your life, but eventually you're going to have the realization if it does not make you enough money that you cannot support yourself, you can't support a family with it, and that's a scary thought, and so that's where you need that balance, you need to find something that you like and are passionate about, but But also you need to be able to make money because it's, yeah. Yeah, see, okay, I think we have, I'm actually glad you said that because my you know, thoughts on this topic are almost like opposites of yours, but I think we have like a middle ground that like we're about to discover. Okay. Okay. So I said occupation, um, for me, like I I need to, when I wake up in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, I need to feel like I'm working to better, you know, the earth, you know, like whatever, you you know, you wake up and you're like, wow, I cannot wait to go to work today. I cannot wait to continue whatever. Um, that's important for me because, you know, I just don't, I don't want to hate my job. I don't want to go in and be like, oh, like, you know, this job is like good in this area, but it's really doing nothing yeah. for like, I don't, I don't know, whatever. But I, I do agree with the fact that at some point you're going to be like, I need money, you know? Yeah. And I think that's where, um, that's, I think truly, I think that's where like stocks and all the investments come in because think about it, if you're making a decent amount of money off the of stocks and stuff then you can have the job that you that's love. True. And that's you, true. you could use both of that to... Invest at a young age. and mm-hmm. Invest at a young age, guys. It's Or at least you don't even have to invest at a young age. Just learn how... To manage money. Learn how to manage money. Learn how all that stocks, all that stuff works now. So when you're actually doing it, like you have an edge. Also, we live in a world that's that's uh, in a country that where socialism is becoming more popular. And I, I do not personally agree with that. Uh, and so in the capitalist system, you can make money doing something you love if, if you're you're passionate about it and if you spend a lot of time out. If you're a plumber, or I say you're a plumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and a plumber. A, 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 plumber. a master plumber can make 200 grand a year. Oh, my God. And so you think of a plumber, you, you think low income, but wow. that's just not true. If, if, you, if you work hard at that and you move up in that wow. whatever it is, yeah. you can make money. And so you can do what you love and you can make money in it. Wow. Start a podcast. Start a podcast. <laughs> We're starting to monetize our stuff. All right, every second you listen is a dollar towards us. That's all not right? true. It's not true. Uh, he's he's like lying. Uh, all right. Um, but no, I, I agree. I think like you think about all these industries that are technically not, you know, you look at them and you almost look down upon them. Like the, the garbage industry. Garbage has to go somewhere. And yep. people are making filthy rich amount of monies. Amount of monies that doesn't that wasn't grammatically correct, but you know they're they're making a lot of money off of just cleaning up garbage. Yeah, and so you think about let's just the individuals working, they make more than teachers. So let mm-hmm. that sink in. Let that sink that's, in. That's that's not good. That is not good one one bit. But um, the other side of that is the company as a whole, and because there there are two ways to make money in this world, and that's do something that other no, people yeah. don't want to do. Mm. Or do something that other people can't do. Wow. So become become skilled at something mm. so your services are needed and yep. people and wanted, yep. need you. Or you're going to have to do something that people just don't want to do. Like like be, do something mm-hmm. in the garbage industry. Exactly. And oh. no, I, that's that's something that like I'm glad you brought up because I never really thought about it. But like you're right. Like that's true. Mm. I wrote... Okay, so this is a little, this is going a little philosophical, but in my opinion, 
you know, like happiness is kind of derived from like your mindset on things. Absolutely. And you're talking about balance of work, happiness, money. Um, I think at the end of the day, you know, you can't, you almost can't set your expectations too high. Like you said about the Marvel Avengers. Yeah. You know, like you went in like thinking like, like your expectations were, were, were high, yeah. you know? But if you if you set your expectations so low for that movie, you go you go in, it's the best movie you're It's a great movie. Seen. Yeah, phenomenal. You know? So I think almost that needs to be brought up in the fact of like your job, you know. Like if your mindset is a certain way, you know, that could also contribute to your self happiness yeah. or like you know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I don't think I have anything else to say about I think, that. I think we're coming to a close here, oh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Well, it's been a it's been a great it's been a it's been a great time. I feel heck of a ride. We're testing our mental right now. See, yeah. we're we're being proactive. Yeah, it's our first podcast. First podcast. Let That's us know how we did. Feels like I've been here for. It feels like we've we've established. I think yeah. this was a solid episode. This was good. I felt good about this. I felt great. If you got any feedback, you know, you know where to find us. Um, Yep. I don't know. We're we're nearing the hour mark. Are Isn't we? That crazy. Wow. Yeah, we're nearing. We're we're at fifty eight minutes right now. We were shooting yeah. for like forty five minutes, so we're that's yeah, that's good. It kind of evolved, and I think this really shows that you know Michael Gregor has a great mind, and you know leads into one one thing into another. I think we're talking about Corey Grossman. Yeah, we're just throwing compliments at each other, <laughs> and um, I think we need a little jingle. Like we need a little jingle to end. Okay. Like how do we end? Do we do we just go? You know, subscribe to the channel. No, uh, no, no, like, no, no, you know, <laughs> the, all the YouTubers <laughs> freaking do that. I think we need to sing our way out of this. Okay, ready? I don't know. Well, we have to. What are we singing? Like a good neighbor. Penis and cucumbers are there. It sounds like you said penis and <laughs> peanuts. I, I, I feel I feel uncomfortable now. So, <laughs> so we're gonna end this. Okay. All right, guys, tune in. I don't know. When, is this gonna be weekly or is this gonna this be? This is gonna be as often as you want it to be. All right, we're just gonna make. We'll we're let just gonna you pump know. these out like babies. Yeah, all right, whenever we can. Ya. Have a great day, and don't forget to grind.